Your go-to girls, Jill Vanek and Lauren Sherwin, flip the script and give you a weekly dose of career advice, banter, and the insider office gossip. You have all heard the phrase, your go-to guy. We are Are your your go-to girls. It's Jill and Lauren. We're your go-to girls. We're back. Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? You guys, I re-listened to that episode and like a loser could not stop laughing. I love the LinkedIn episode just because it just, it's funny when you like re-listen to yourself on a podcast and you're like laughing at it. I was giggling like a little schoolgirl. I mean, if we're the only ones who think we're semi-funny, fine. Yeah. And shout out to people who text us when they think we're funny and like send us what they <laughs> like about the podcast. Like shout out to Amanda Campanella right now who always will text me after listening to every episode about what her favorite parts are. And she's amazing. like, it's amazing. I love it. Amanda. God bless. Mandy Camp. Camps. What a week. What a week. Well, it's a big week for you. I know. You started Start- a little J-O-B. I started the new J-O-B okay. this week. So how's it going? Give us the details. Good. I threw up on the first day. <laughs> what? Um, I don't like change. I, so I, I embrace change. I'm all about change. Yeah, I, I think change say. is good. Like I've gone through a lot of change, but I hate change. So like that first morning, you know, when you're like super nervous, I get so nervous For to sure. a point that I like um, vomit. So I like threw up my first okay, morning. But like, see, for me, it's the other end. So my friends and I, we call it EDP, explosive diarrhea problem. Yeah. Same. Like when, yeah. Mine's right out. Like it's like your stomach's like your nerves. And I wasn't nervous yeah. about like the job. Like I, I know that this is the perfect role. Great company, huge brand. All the right things were falling into place. I wasn't nervous about that. It was more of like, just the idea of like starting something new and the unknown and not knowing what's happening and being in more of a director role and like having, you know, it was just like, it got to me a little. So I threw up on day one. (laughs) No big deal. MBD. MBD. And which is like so typical. Like I would throw up on the first day of school every day, like every time I would go to school. Really? Yeah. So like even like going into high school, like my sister would have to drive the car my junior year, her freshman year, my junior year, because I would literally be throwing up the side of the road. Like I get super bad nerves on like first days of things. But then the second day you're fine. It just depends. Like for college, I threw up for six months because I was just like for the, yeah, like I was so, it was so overwhelming to me and so much change going to Iowa that like for the first six months I was completely unsettled. To the point where I was like crying and like projectile vomiting probably like for the first six months. you lived months. on saltines, ginger ale. Totally. Like, and, and I anxiety. lose, I lose so, like, you know, when change is happening because I lose weight because it's like, there's something going on and it's just nerve wracking. So it depends. But I, this has probably been my best transition I've ever had. Love it. As I'm getting older, I'm starting to realize you can, you focus on what you can control and the other stuff you just let go. Yeah. Like I, mean, I can only control so much with starting a new that's job. That's a very, but I'm you're like learning a mini Buddha. That. I'm, but I'm learning that. And like you, what's the point of waking up and being nervous about something? You have no control. Like I'm onboarding. I have no idea what my day is going to look like. I have no idea who I'm going to meet. All exactly. I can do is like shower, look cute. So people don't judge you on your first week and right. like show up and like try to learn as much as you can. Cause it's, you're drinking out of a fire hose your first week. You are. And I think it's a good thing though, because like, this sounds so crazy, but I think some moments like that, like it reminds us we're alive. Like, you know, you go through days and you're like, I don't even remember what I did. Like, it's the same thing. It's like feeling like this, you're like, oh, I'm doing something new. I'm challenging myself. Like, it's a yeah. good anxiety. And I think I learned 
from the pandemic and like going through a furlough and a job loss, yeah. it is just a small part of me. It is not everything. Totally. Like not my your work used to be such a big part of my identity. Yeah. I have now gone through the attitude of like, yes, it's a big part. Yes, it contributes to how I can live, but like it is not at all what defines me, nor is it the most important thing in my life. Right. Which I did not learn until I went through Recently. the furlough and everything. Yeah. Um, also that just make made me think of my new favorite TV show, Ted Lasso. Wait, where with the, the guy soccer? goes, football is life. <laughs> with the soccer. Yes. The soccer. Wait, is that on Netflix? It's on Apple TV, which the only reason I now have it is I got a new phone. Okay. So you get a year for free. Perfect. I binged the whole Me and Jared watched thing. Ted Lasso in one day on like a Saturday yeah. or a Sunday because they're short episodes. We cranked in a day. I'm now obsessed with Jason Sudeikis. Oh, I love Jason Sudeikis. So good. So good. That was a side I'm glad though. you watched that show. I loved it so much. It was so good. Wait, did you have a good week? I had a good week. I had a good week because two of my clients got jobs. Nice. So I'm just so pumped. It's like Christmas morning when I get that text of like, I got a job, you know? Well, it's like frenzy season right now for jobs. Frenzy. The market is so hot regardless of industry. People are hiring like no one's business. Yeah. If you're willing to relocate, that is huge. There are remote opportunities, but truly if you are willing to move, the world is your oyster right yeah, now. Yeah, right now I feel like jobs are so hot and there's just people that are looking for really good talent right now. And there's a lot of good talent out there because of exactly. so much transition and stuff that has happened because of COVID. And to your point, people are reprioritizing. I've had so many clients in the past few months who have been at the pinnacle of their career or who are doing super well saying, I realized I don't want this. Mm-hmm. I want something else, a new industry. This isn't for me anymore. So it's, I mean, like we're shuffling the cards basically yeah. coming out of COVID. So we've had a good like job week and yeah. then we're hanging out together this weekend. Oh my God. Had a great Ba-ba. job week, but we have to go to a baba shower. We're going to a little baba shower. shower. And for the woman who brought us together. Yes. How crazy is that? We met at her bachelorette. It's nuts. And now we're going to her baby shower. I mean, Meg has brought us full circle. She's She's moving at a clip that I respect. She means business. Yeah. She's like, I'm getting married. I'm going to have planned two weddings during COVID. Then I'm just going to make a wedding happen during COVID. Exactly. Then I'm going to get pregnant during COVID. And then I'm going to have a baby move by a house. Right. Then I'm going to have a baby shower at the end of COVID. I feel like we're like, we started off COVID, you and I meeting. (laughs) And now we're kicking off COVID with like- Baby exactly. showers. Meg, I started at the bottom. I'm still here. Meg has literally, she has a new life basically. Yeah. We, I'm still in the same home. I guess I have like a new, no, there's been a lot of change for me. So yeah. So, so it's been see, a I'm here. COVID, yeah. You're just, I'm the only one Drake. You're just started at the bottom and I'm here. Y'all here. Yeah. Um, but let's just, yes. okay. So I do have to bring up one, th- a controversial topic though. Showers. All of them. Like they're awful. They are. Let's just call a spade a spade. They, there are some showers that are just, wow. Like you don't want to be there. I'd rather take a fork, poke it in my (laughs) eye numerous times and just lay on the floor. Uh, I'll never forget this baby shower I went to where they put a candy bar in a diaper (laughs) and then they made you get, they melted it. And then whatever one you got, you would guess what the candy bar was. So you could smell it. You could lick it. You could use any of your senses to guess what candy bar was in that diaper. Was it Butterfinger? Was it Snicker? Was it Twix? To because it's supposed to be like shit in the diaper. I'm like, I'm literally what? dry heaving right now. What is my life? 
that I am doing this on a Sunday with right shitty food and no alcohol. Like what is I this? I mean, the day of the Lord, whatever. Yeah, My that's God. really where you take a step back and you're like, we're grown ass women sniffing a Snickers bar that looks like poop. <laughs> Wait in a diaper. Like I can't. Have you done that ever one where you gotta get like the little baby figurines like out of jello or something? No. I've never done that one, but oh. the little babies grow like they weird me out. They look like little alien plastic why? things. But I like can't. why? Why do we do this? I have no why clue do why we, we do, do this? this to ourselves? No clue. And then I love a good theme. I love a good baby shower okay, theme. I've never been, I don't think, to a themed baby shower. Like, like pineapple. Are, like there's usually like a theme. Oh, you know what I mean? Like, like, a, like okay. Like flamingos or like pineapples or like a color. There's like usually a theme. Maybe it's just I went to ones with undetected themes. His my my bridal sh- my bridal shower was an evening shower. Okay. I did gift cards. I didn't do a registry. So I just good. did gift cards. And so I got good. absolutely annihilated because I didn't do a registry. Like, I think it's so smart. Me and Jared lived together in sin for right. four years. Like, what do I need China for well, or plates? Exactly. We've already lived together. Here, exactly. I say all the time, Lauren, when right. I'm 75 and I'm, you're at my wedding and I'm walking right. down the aisle. And you're having a baby at 78. Here, 100%. Yeah. Yep. Here's, I will actually, like, I, I can do it. Here's you're a late bloomer. I, uh, I am a late bloomer. We've discussed that. I have no problem. I'm saying it right on this podcast and I hope someone plays this back for me in a million years. I'm registering at one place. It's called TD Bank. Yeah. I have no time. If you're not coming with Benjamins, we got to go. Yeah. There is no need for China, a vase, no. a plate. I don't need it. But I got shit for that, that I didn't do a registry because people could not believe that they had to give me money or like a gift card instead of a gift but to a shower. And it, I loved it. Was it people our age or the older, older generation? Older generation. Yeah. Not ready for it. Not ready. And then my whole thing was just get Liddy in the city. And everyone yeah. passed out and was like on tequila that night. Like I was like, let's just, if we're going to do this, I'm not opening gifts. We're not right. playing any games and we're all just going to drink and have a good time. Definitely. Definitely. And some like you want to go obviously see your friends, support them. Like the shower, the get together part can be fun. Yeah. It's the games. And also I don't have kids. You don't have kids yet. Right. It's like when someone's like, Oh, a purple onesie. I'm like, mm, cool. Like it doesn't, it almost doesn't but mean it's almost like you have to do it. Because of tradition. I think we do so many things because of tradition. And like the older generation is like, you have to do that to please the older generation. Well, it's so funny. Okay. We haven't talked about this. I, I love how I have strong feelings about things that have never happened to me and probably won't happen. Yeah. But I feel very strongly about taking a husband's last name. Hmm. When I asked my mom, did you think twice about taking dad's last name? She said, honestly, Jill, like, I didn't even think about it. That's just what you did. Right. Like, did you think about it? I did. I mean, I joked about it because like my last, my maiden name is Whalen. And I loved it because like the Vineyard Vines whale was like my logo. Like, (laughs) like, like, that's my personal brand. Like, that's my personal brand statement. (laughs) Hello. Like, it's on everything I have monogrammed had a whale on it. My car in high school had a whale on the side of it. Like. The stickers. My mom has a whale on the back of her. Mom, like, I totally you know. know what you're talking about with like the yeah. blowhole, the set, so the freaking cute. The it's cute. It's yep. Nantucket. It's very like cute. And then when I became Sherwin, which he doesn't even spell like Sherwin Williams, the paint company, I True. was like, come on, like I don't have the logo anymore. Yeah. And then I said to Jared, and he laughed. He was like, no, but I did take my last name as my middle name. Okay. So I'm Lauren who- Whalen Sherwin. Yeah. Which my mom was upset about because she's like, I named you Lauren Elizabeth. She's like, why would you take, why would you like change, change your name? Because like my, my birth name was Lauren Elizabeth yeah. Whalen. So I'm now Lauren Whalen Sherwin. Um, here's the real question I want to know. Mm. How annoying is it like straight up to do all that paperwork? 
it is the worst part about getting yeah, married. I, I truly, and I no. am anal and super organized yeah. and very detailed. So like I have my birth certificates. I had the right. documents. I had the social security. I have my original social security card. I have my birth, like all the original stuff that you need. It is the most painful process in That's the world. And then you have to do things in order. So you have to get the driver's oh, license before, before the social security card. Then after that, they do the points for all of your things. Then you can switch your credit cards. Then you can do your debit account and your credit. It's like horrible. That's nuts. But then there's companies where you can just send all your shit to and they'll do it for you. I'm like, well, they'll just steal my identity. Like, I don't know how I feel about putting all that information in a right. box and then that company going and switching everything over for well, me. I mean, when you think about it, it's really wild. Like it's the same process as like, Chaz Bono changing his name. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, just it's just like, a, it's a weird thing. It's, it's a, really, a weird thing. And then you see it and then you figure out your new signature. And that's weird too. Because that's what I was going to ask. Like for me, now again, I'm not even dating this microphone. Like I have no right. prospects in sight. We're, right. we're, we're not even, we're not on the, we're not even on the site. Right. right. Yeah. We're, we're aware of that. We're off. But when I think about it, like in theory, like just in my head, I'm like, I'm Jill Vanek. All of a sudden one yeah. day I'm supposed to be Jill Polly Princess. Like yeah. what? That's not me. Like it just feels weird. And people still call me Lauren Whalen. Right. I'm sure. So people at Disney would call me Lauren Whalen because that's what they were used to. Right. And I, I have to do the parentheses in my signature because I'm like, that's what people know me as. Right. Okay. And then your LinkedIn has the parentheses I call now. My high school friends still by yeah. their last names. It's a weird thing. It's weird. Yeah. Wait, I have another controversial topic that I need to bring up with you. Okay. Hit me. Would you rather City or the Burbs, which is better? Oh, I'm, you know, I'm going to fight to the death city all the way. I hate it. I well, hate I think you've been traumatized. The city of Philadelphia. <laughs> the city of Philadelphia. You're not feeling the brotherly love. I literally, so on Friday, I go and get my nails did at JC Fancy Nails because in Philadelphia, because they do a two, like an hour and a half pedicure that is game changer. It's a game changer. Everyone goes there except for me. It's a game changer. JC Fancy Nails, anyone in Philly, go there and get a pedicure. Dwee is the shit. And so I went and I went, I usually go with Al. Like we'll go like make a girl's day out of it and meet. And um, we, I like went by myself and parked my car and I looked at the sign like five times. Cause you know, in Philly, like it's like loading zone, handicap parking and it's like has the weird arrows right and I was like great looked at it five times I was like I'm good I'm not in a loading zone I'm good I'm good to go like paid my thing went and got my nails done come out car's gone like gone (laughs) like disappeared like not there anymore where in the world is Carmen Carmen San Diego (laughs) and I'm like okay awesome like it's not here anymore so then I call the number on the like sign that says yeah. like, if your car's towed, call this number, call the number. Of course you can't talk to anybody. Cause no, no one in city Philadelphia towing is going to answer the phone. So it sends me this one location, but it's a Friday. I'm by myself in the city and oh I'm my, like, freaked. where do I go? So I call my sister and I was like, Hey, any chance you can pick me up and take me to the tow place in yeah. Philly. Cause I'm not going to get in an Uber. Cause I don't know where I'm going or what I'm doing. Right. And I don't know how long this is going to take. So she picks me up. We go to the location it says to go to based on like the phone messaging that says if your car has been towed, go here. Okay. If you've been booted, go here. If you have tickets that you need to pay, go here. We show up. Vacant. No. Vacant building. And by this time, my sister's like working. It's a Friday afternoon. And it's like, dude, like also, what's going is on? Is it in like way up North Philly or something? It's like, like- it's like Camden, Philly, but like in the Ike- near the Ikea in Philadelphia. Oh, okay. There's like, like your Columbus or- Ave. Like, yeah, you're Okay. So I get there and then there's this little sign on the door that says, oh, building closed. We've relocated here, which I'm like, God bless the city of Philadelphia. You can't update their voicemail or whatever to say that. So we go to the next building, pull in. 
there the bad boy is. I'm like, perfect. Founder. 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 There she is. What's this process going to be like? Right. Like I'm like, and like how much money and how much money. So it was two fifty. took me an hour and a half. Finally got that bad boy out. And this was like my day of rest yeah. and like personal hygiene to get ready for my first day on Monday. And I'm like, my day's shot. So then Al and I were like, well, let's just go drinking. So we like went out and had dinner and drinks and yeah, brought Kenny. after that. But yeah, it was just like a day. So I'm overfilled. I don't like parking. It's congested. I, I'm over the city. I like like pulling into my home and having a parking spot in the burbs. You have to have a parking spot. I, so I lived in Manhattan for years. Which I don't know how you did that. Well, no one has a car there. So I am officially the worst driver on the planet. Like if you see me on the road, skirt, like I'd pull to the side. Yeah. Officially the worst driver. I, Lauren, for the life of me, I'm telling you this right now. My dad and every single boyfriend I have ever dated have all tried to teach me how to parallel park. You can't? No way. If they don't have valet, mm, mama's got to go. Bye. Bye. Like I'm the worst parker. Full blown. I'll be like, oh, this is good. Six feet from the curb. Like, no, no. Wait, can't do it. So in, uh, when you were talking about value parking in the city of Orlando, me and my mom went for drinks at the Four Seasons Orlando. And I had like a, you were on a Four Seasons I love kick. a Four Seasons. I love it. You I love it. I love a good Four Seasons. But, and I just wanted to go for drinks, but I had a beater car that like was like on its last leg, but yeah. I was like, I just got to make right, it run through. Right, run the ground. Yeah. And I was like starting off my job in Orlando, like no money. But Four Seasons Orlando is only valet. There's no parking. Get out. But my window like wouldn't go back up and there was no air conditioning. So I looked at my mom. I was like, we can't. And it was raining. I was like, we can't bring this up to them. Cause like, how are we going to explain this at the four seasons that right. like, you need to like grab it and pull up <laughs> like, the window. So here's what you do guys. So me and my mom get out of the car and I was like, hello, <laughs> excuse me for a second. I go over my mom's window, clash it together and push it up. So it goes back up so that they could go and oh literally God. park my car for me. It was the most, that moment horrifies me to this day. Yeah. Horrifies like, me. Living in your memory. Totally. It was horrifying. Well, hey, if you're going to do it, do it right. Four I can't seasons. do the city. I'm over the city. I'm, I'm living in the burbs. I'm, I, I just can't imagine living in the burbs. I love it. I, I'm not really into nature. I don't like a bug it's situation. It's not about nature. Well, it's also, just, I had huge cockroaches in New York, so who am I kidding? But you know I guess that it's nice you can walk. There's some places I can everywhere. walk to, but not as much as you can in the city. Yeah. But like, I like space. I like my neighbors. I like like the feel. See, I like the vibe of parking my car and, and that's nice. the grass. Like, you know your neighbors. Like in an apartment building in the city, I'm like, ew, why are you talking to me? Like it's a different I, vibe. I do love seeing all, when you come over here, like seeing all your Oh, you can compadres. people watch over here. There's some good people watching in this building. Like well, legit. But also we had a cuckoo magoo <laughs> live up on the sixth floor who broke into somebody else's apartment in this building. We did have cuckoo magoo here. So- Listen to this. We had a cuckoo magoo situation. I have a single girlfriend who lives on the sixth floor. I live on the third floor. Yep. The building shall remain nameless yeah, for security purposes. Yeah, we're not telling you where we're at right now. Well, this gentleman would always talk to her and again, not be inappropriate, but basically flirty, flirty. Yeah. She wanted nothing to do with it. We find out later this gentleman is diagnosed with a mental illness. Okay. Would have yep. been nice to know. Yep. Tries to break into her apartment at 2 a.m. Oh. Knocking down the door. Where are you? Blah, blah, blah. She obviously gets freaked. Calls the cops. Right. I would do the same. Cops come. They give him a stern warning like, hey, mind your business. Right. Fine. Think nothing of it. She's freaked. Her family lives close by. She leaves. 
for the night and the next day. Like, let me get out of here. Yeah. Good thing she did. What a cuckoo Magoo do. Magoo comes back the next night, shimmies his way into a locked apartment. No. She's not there, thank God. Whipped out his hoo-hoo willy, didn't he? Oh, more than whipped out his hoo-hoo willy. (laughs) Drank her wine. No. Laid in her bed. Went through her closet. Watched her TV. There are three witnesses the next morning see him walking out naked as a jaybird, hoo-hoo willy, (laughs) swinging big dick style side to side down the hall. Now you tell me you don't love a little city living after that story. I'm sticking to the burbs. No one's hoo-hoo willy is out the burbs. Can you imagine that happening? No, no, I can't. Absolutely inappropriate. I'd have to burn my closet down. I mean, that's just, and as a single woman being in this house, like that would not, forget it. Yeah, for it. No. It's scary from that way. Plus, I got tubs. He ain't guarded nothing. Homie ain't doing shit for you. My apartment flooded. He was literally laying in the water like he was at the pool. (laughs) Like Like, he did jack. He's going for a swim with his cookie. He's just hanging out. Just hanging out. Not even, does nothing. Well, we're talking (laughs) tonight's episode. City versus verbs. Loved it. You know what? Comment below on the Instagram and let us know. Are you a city or are you a verb person? Because we are totally not on the same page when it comes to this topic. But tonight we want to talk about all things making friends as an adult. Because making friends. It ain't easy. It's not easy. But Lauren, I have to say you and I truly, when I say we're the subject matter expert, you and I have both moved multiple times. You went to college out of state, as did I. I grew up in a military family where moving every three to four years was just what you did. Mm -hmm. You moved to Orlando from Iowa. We've been around the U.S. And meeting new peeps. Meeting new people and having to meet new people. But I think it's hard for people right now, especially with COVID and everything that's happening to me. And we're getting a lot of requests to talk about yes. one confidence. Like how do you have confidence and kind of holding yourself and meeting new people right. and all those things and networking and networking events. But then we're hearing a lot about this topic that making friends as an adult is hard. Exactly. And the people are not wrong. Like guys not wrong. listening to this, you're not going crazy. So There is data that shows that after the age of 25, most adult friendships do start to dwindle. And we can, of course, talk to that, but the science shows people change jobs. That's when people start getting married. They move to other states. They have children. So your relationships start to change, but friends are good for your health. We know that not only physical, but mental. You, you gotta have your network. You gotta have your crew that you trust. Well, and you have to have a diverse, I think you have to have a diversified group of people with different perspectives and different, that bring different things to your life to kind of help you and really bring those different perspectives that you need. Exactly. So like you can't just be hanging out with G- the go-to husband all the time. No, as much as oh. we love Jer, no. you you gotta we ditch love him, him every but once you gotta, in a while. Like, if you don't have that solid group of people or groups of people to go and have different conversations with, have that different perspective, right. It's tough. So we want to talk about tonight some key things that you can do if you're in a new city, you're moving to a different place, you're remote, you're trying to meet new people. We want to help you guys think through some of the things that we used as we Mm -hmm. were relocating that really kind of helped us to build our networks and our communities in these new cities. Exactly. We have done all of this. We've lived it. So number one, especially in this day of COVID, early post-COVID, leverage your social media. 
I cannot tell you, especially as of late, how many amazing people I have met on Instagram and become friends with in real life. Yeah. It's nuts. Now, who slides into my DMs? No one would a hoo-hoo, Willie. No, no hoo-hoo, nope. Willies. No hoo-hoos. Ladies. All, All ladies. the ladies. But I love my ladies. And I've really become good friends with a bunch of girls who I've met in real life. I will say too, social media from a LinkedIn perspective, like networking with people right. that you're connected with or have the same connections as you. And then I've met up with them to try to help me build my network in Philadelphia. Being in sales is all about relationships. Mm -hmm. Those people have not only been instrumental in me being successful in my job, but they are amazing people that I've met that I socially now interact with as well. So utilizing LinkedIn and those connections has been huge too. Yeah, it really has been. So, I mean, sliding into someone's DMs, uh, connecting on LinkedIn, like just, you know, if you have that connection, I feel like it's the X factor with someone once you meet them. So just be open to it. I know. I mean, we met at the Bachelorette and it's been who who willies ever since. It's been who willies and fireworks. Where in the world is Garmin San Diego? Number two, accept those invitations. Yeah, get off your couch. Get off your couch. Go do something different. Go get out of there. Do not binge watch for the 900th Friday of a night. Besides Ted Lasso. Besides Ted Lasso on a good Saturday, but accept the invitations. Go and meet new people. If you have a friend of yours that's going to check out a new gym or going out or going to meet with a group of people for drinks, just accept the invitation and you never know who you might meet, who you might get connected with really accept those invitations to go out. Yeah. And we get that it's hard. Like, hello, we've been there. There are nights where you're like, "Mm, I don't know anyone. I feel fat. I don't want to go out. Like we get it. And there's the weekends you're not going to go out where you're just going to have self-help where you just binge watch and eat ice cream. We get it. We get it. But there are those times when you should put yourself out there and accept the invitation to try to meet those new people. Definitely. Be open. If you need to do like a tequila shot before, Mm, that's Mm. fine. Pre-game. That's fine. Or if you need a little Lieutenant Blender. Report Lieutenant Blender. <laughs> Tom's oh just totally freaked out. Tom's literally Lieutenant thought. Lieutenant Blender. He thought the lieutenant was on site. <laughs> so next way to meet people, Lauren and I both live and die by this. If I did not have Solicor, I would be nothing. 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 Without if you. I don't. So Solid Core is a group fitness class. For those of you who don't know, think about it as Pilates on steroids. But Solid Core, it could be anything like that. It fosters such a sense of community. Plus, you already have something built in with the person next to you. Mm-hmm. You already work out a lot. You can BS over like the other day. I was at Unite Fitness, which is a local Philly place that I'm obsessed with. Um, one of the exercises was chin-ups. Now you think my ass can do a chin up without 800 bands? I can't. No, wait. My upper body strength is literally like a small child. I'm I'm like a former D1 athlete and I couldn't do a, like a chin up in my prime. Do you remember? Couldn't. Are you old enough or too young? Did you have president's club in school where I went you to, had to like see the president? No, like I, how went much to, you could do? I went to Catholic school. I we did like, too. We played like dodgeball. Like we didn't have like formal okay, gym. We had like a fitness test. C- oh, couldn't no. do one pull up. Yeah, no, no. But I could never do a pull up ever. I still couldn't to this day. And I couldn't back then. No, I have to have no, bands. Absolutely not. But we were basically BSing. It was another girl and I who didn't know each other. And I looked at her and was like, is this a joke? And she's like, I'm dead. Like that banter, you meet people who you connect with. It's a great way to find like birds of a feather. 
Like, I, do things you enjoy. There's also opportunities with those gyms that there's maybe social networking events that they might host or yep. like a happy hour that exactly. they're going to host that people of like-minded, totally. same kind of interests have those type of community events. So like Solid Core or an Orange Theory Fitness will have those type of events to bring you together too. Exactly. And one point we should make, if you're on the other side of this and you're like, Jill, I'm so cool. I don't need to. Jill, I have so many friends. I have so many friends. We... I don't think a person like that. I have a lot of friends, Jill. I already have all my friends. If you are like too cool for school, on the flip side, be open to other people. Like it's hard moving to a new city or coming out of COVID. So really be like, don't be a mean girl. Be inclusive. You know what I'm saying? I need to work on that. I mean, we're going to work on it step by step. You're inclusive. You're not a mean girl. No, I'm not a mean girl, but I do like to have like my- Your crew. Not the crew, but I I just am like- if I'm welcoming you, there's like that, I got to trust you a little bit. I don't love outsiders. You know what I mean? Yes. Networking, all that, love it. But Friendships, in the inner circle, in the circle inner of trust. Cir- in the circle of trust, yeah, you got to be, yeah. A circle of trust. Build your way. We'll, we'll open the nest. Thank you. So be accepting, but a club, a gym, some type of built-in community is the number one way to meet people. Go, join, Agreed. get totally out there. Totally agree. All right. Next thing, people don't tap into this tap into your existing friends. Use your network. Use your network. So I can't tell you guys, I move cities a lot, like a lot, a lot, and always have. Um, I'll always have a friend or say I'm traveling. They'll be like, oh, my good girlfriend. She's amazing. You two would hit it off. She lives in Nashville. Yep. She'll be like, oh, meet up for drinks when you're out there. And nine times out of 10, she's friends with my friends. I'm already going to like her. You know what I mean? Yeah. So use your friends leverage, especially if you're in a new city, things along those lines. Like, cause if they like them, you're probably going to like like them them. too. Totally. You know what I mean? Next one. Coworkers that are friends, touchy subject. Mm. So when I was in Orlando, the people that I worked with were the same crew that I hung out with. And we became, cause in Orlando, no one's from Orlando. Right. Everyone's from expat. They're all from all over the places. Like it's very rare that someone lives and grows up in Orlando. So when I was working there, the people that I worked with were the same people I would socially engage with. And some of them were like in my wedding to that point. Like we got that that close, but we were all on the same level. So from a reporting structure perspective, none of us were reporting to each other. No one was at a higher leadership level. We were all in at the same level and coordinator level working together. So I think you have to be mindful of that. So I do think it's a great way to meet people through work and that have similar interests to you. And that's an easy way to connect with people. But I think you also have to be careful around what that working relationship is and what level that person's on. Exactly. And I I think too, like, I remember back to the days like when I first started working when I was younger, like that's a great time to meet people because you're all entry level. Like remember the days in your early twenties, like we'd go out in New York, our crew would be like 15 deep. Like totally, it's not like now where it's like one girlfriend or that like you would roll out with 15 people. Well, I remember like our crew was like 10 people. We'd all roll out together. We were all on the same level. We would all drink together and we'd all protect each other the next day in mornings. Like if we knew that somebody was hungover, we'd be like, we'll protect you in the next meeting. There was that... But also level of trust that like, hey, whatever we do outside of the office is not getting brought it back in. Like there was that level of trust among the group as well that I think you need to have. Yeah. You have to have that level. Be very cognizant of the hierarchy. Watch out. Watch out with that. Um, All right. Try new things. 
try new things. That's, that's the biggest thing, guys. I think a lot of us get in our own heads like, "Mm, I'm such a loser. Everyone's going to be staring at me. I'm by myself. Guys, we go through, Lauren and I go through that. Like, it's not like you're the only one. Okay. There have been so many times. Like I remember being at a networking event where truly I, I did not know anyone. Yeah. And I remember going to the bathroom 800 times, like just because I didn't know what to do with myself. Like a lot of that is confidence. A lot of that is just sort of getting okay in your own skin, but just know people are not going to bite your head off. And what's the worst that's going to happen? Right. That you're not going to meet anybody. You're not really going to kick it off. Hey, at least you put yourself out there. At least you try to meet some new people and you never know who you're going to meet, whether it's networking events, events in the community, at the gym or fitness, put yourself out there and just really just try new things. I think that's big. The other one, I know we're talking about the bourbon city life, but I'm all about that burb life. Mm. Neighbors. Yeah. I mean, it's been awesome for us. We love our place. It's a lot of new people that are, you know, younger generation that's moving into this older kind of neighborhood and older homes that are being redone. And our neighbors next to us are so wonderful. And we just had new neighbors move in from Philly. Put yourself out there, bring over a bottle of wine, introduce yourself, provide your contact information, set up that type of environment of like, hey, creating that. Right. And it's been great. Like there's been nights where we'll just go over and we'll sit on their porch and just have drinks and hang out. Like Love creating it. that great network through your neighborhood as well. Exactly. And I think, Lauren, like what you just said, I know this sounds crazy. I'm saying it. It was super powerful. Like you made the first move. You brought over the wine. You were the friendly one. I, again, we get in our heads a lot like, oh, they'll never say hi to me. Or what if they think I'm right. Like, be the one who says hi, smile first, say hello, start conversation. And again, what's the worst that could happen? They could be like, hey, thanks so much for the wine that we never speak again. Great. Who cares? Right. At least you put the effort out there. But again, make the effort. Make the effort to go out there and do it. Do it. Final thing. Dogs. Thank God for kinnies and tubs. I mean, I, I do have to say with tubs, he was, I got him during COVID, but I was on a wait list, as we know, for a good year and a half. Before COVID. I think I was like, I was in nine months I was on the wait list. Yeah. The wait lists are wild. But I do have to say, guys, I now know every single dog in the building. Everyone knows who Tubbs is. Walking in the park, you meet people at the dog park. People are friendlier to me now that I have a dog. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Because people love little fluffy guys. And I've never had a dog. Like Kinnick's my first dog. I didn't grow up with a dog. I never know what like this feeling was to love an animal. I didn't get it the whole thing. And then I didn't get it for the first two weeks that I had Kinnick. I wanted to send him back. I was like, I'm over this. Like this thing's shitting all over my house. I'm like, I don't get it. And now I get it. Like I get what true love is for an animal. Right. But like he's brought me so much joy and really cool people into my life because more people talk to you. More people talk to you. And, and guys, we're not advocating getting a dog. Just to be we like, are. Mm, I'm friends. Well, yes. Yeah. Um, no joke, not though. When I lived in New York, I used to take my friend's dog out for like two or three hours to the yeah. park. And, and meet you, people. like rent a dog almost. Did you meet any guys? Yeah, met a lot of guys. I actually mm-hmm. met a guy in New York through the dog. Yeah. Now, in Philly. <laughs> hoo-hoo willies. No. <laughs> no, no hoo-hoo willies no. in Philly. Haven't met that. But it's just, it's a good opportunity. But I'll talk to like old ladies on the street. What Like everyone loves like a Tubbs Kinnick situation. Love them. And that's an easy topic to talk about because exactly. everyone's open to talking about it. Exactly. It's kind of like you're in. So gals, make some friends. Make some friends. And and we get it. It's tough, but put yourself out there, especially now. I feel like COVID has leveled the playing field. Everyone's kind of starting from scratch. Like everyone's just coming out from under the rock, yeah. getting used to going out again. Like really go into it full force. I want to say to follow up, like, yeah. Example. When you and I met at the bachelorette party, yep. we were like, hey, we have something here. 
we need to talk about these topics. We, we need to, you and I need to meet back up and figure out there's something more here. Yeah. What do we do? We text each other and we're like, hey, let's meet for lunch. Like, are you have a free time between your hours? We went and met for lunch right. at our Rosie's Tacos. Mm, and then this is formed. Out. But I'm just saying, so many times you meet amazing, great people and then you never do anything about it. Exactly. Reach out to that person. Be like, I love to grab drinks. Hey, you want to go for like, right. do something, but put yourself out there. Like, what's the worst? I really keep saying that, but like, what's the worst that's going to happen? It's not going to work. The person's not going to follow back up with you. Exactly. At least you try. Who cares? Rejection, 99% of the time, it's not personal anyway. Yeah. Like, it's not a big deal. And you can meet someone amazing and start an amazing podcast and, and completely change your life. Go to a shower together on Sunday. Hey, and sniff a diaper. <laughs> if which we, Megan would never if, make it. No, she would girl, never. Can you imagine? I would throw the diaper across the room. Like, I can't. That I makes would look me at her, dry heat. I would like look now. at her and be like, we can't. We just can't. We can't do this. They would like, never. We're grown women licking a Snickers bar that looks. Is this a Twix? Oh, maybe this is a Butterfinger. And then I love the ladies who are like, it's a Snickers. You're like, are you kidding me right now? Is this what we're doing? Is this what we're doing? Is licking diapers and screaming, what candy bar we just lit? Why do no. men have to do none of this? Literally right. none of this. It. So Jerry asked me that birthday party this weekend. I'm getting like, I got a Nordstrom's gift card and was got a gift. And Jerry's like, how come for dudes? Like we don't have birthday parties and get each other gifts. I'm like, cause we just make everything a Everything's something. a sitch. Like yeah. a gender reveal is a situation oh, now. Oh, gender reveals. From this moment, gender reveals. That is another topic that we will need to get That's into. That's a controversial topic. That to is, do a gender reveal or to not do a gender reveal. That is the question. That is but the again, question. But again, we can't speak on that because we don't we don't have kids. Exactly. Well, I don't know how that would feel. Here's the deal. I never thought I'd be this person. Guess who's getting a birthday cake next month? Oh. <laughs> Guess who got a birthday Tubby, cake for his first John birthday? John Claude Van Damme Vanek. Uh, Kinnick. Kinnick Sherwin for sure got a first birthday yeah. cake. And did I take a video of him? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, Lauren, one was it custom? Was it custom with his name on it? Yes, it was. Oh, you have to give me the baker. <laughs> oh, I, pooch patis, pooch patisserie, and it was amazing, no, amazing. I never thought I'd be that person. No, yeah, we here are. we are, we are, and we're those moms. So how can we judge? We've like never had a kid. You're right. I just don't know if I'm. We're Jump. judging as the participant, as the audience right. member. Right, we're judges. We're totally judging. Judges. All right, but all of you, go make some go-to girlfriends. Go make some friends. We. Also, I probably shouldn't speak of this. Jill's going to be like, why are you talking about this out loud? Don't but like, do it. I'm going to be excited. So we are getting ready and planning right yes. now some big things to come from merch to webinars to our first ever go-to girls live event. Live and in full effect. To create a environment for women to come together in a place to network that is comfortable with other like-minded women where you bring your go-to girl with mm -hmm. you. We have amazing speakers, vendors, everything. We're so excited. The planning is, should I have not said it? No, say it. I'm pumped about it. So the planning's happening. We're not going to release the date yet, but it right. is TBD. But for all of you, get ready to bring your go-to girl and come to an event. We're get so ready. pumped. We are so pumped to meet you in real life. Yeah. And we can't wait. So we have big things on the horizon, guys. And hey, guess what? An event like that, first of all, you already have two built-in new friends, me and Lauren. Yes, uh, which we can't wait. And then you get, if you come to that event, you get invited to Jill's 40th. Exactly. So that's how it oh works. Oh my God, that's going to be a blowout. You get tickets to the 40th. That's 1, how we're going to do it. Great idea. Yeah, that's how we're going to do it. Yeah, because you got new friends built in already. You're going to meet new people in the amazing city of Philadelphia and you're going to be there able to go. hear some 
bomb-ass women yeah, talk about exactly. different shit. Exactly. So suit up, get, get it ready. together, watch Ted Lasso now so you can get out of the way. And um, yeah, we're going to be seeing you guys real soon, but also you'll be hearing us next week. Everybody have an amazing week. Subscribe, check out the Instagram, go to girlspodcast.com. Make sure you write on the Instagram whether, what was our question? Our question earlier. Burbs or city? Burbs or city. Let us know what type of lady right under the Instagram. you are. Yep. And then make sure you subscribe, rate. Also, best rating, most energetic, bubbly, fun-filled, yeah. extroverted, great energy comment that you put is getting a go-to girl sweatshirt. Right. Leave us a review. Do not hesitate to let us know how beautiful, amazing, smart, charming, talented, and talented we are in that review and you are going to get a piece of merch. And actually guys, the merch, it's real Real cute. cute. Real cute. Real cute. We're getting ready to do a shoot for it. So it's real cute. So So I would get on that, get your thinking caps on. We will see you next week. Thank you so much for listening. Love you guys. Go out, make some friends. Make some buddies. Make some gal pals. Bye. Bye.